0: This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities, taking a look at the wheat markets for Tuesday, March 26. Wheat markets yesterday fairly quiet, but we started out slightly lower and managed to work our way higher for the day, led by the winter wheats. Both Kansas City and Chicago kind of trading neck and neck throughout the day. They ended up three to four higher. Minneapolis just fractionally to one higher. So it was certainly the laggard. But the winter wheats getting the most attention, understandably so at this point, as we see flooding becoming uh, continuing to be widespread across the eastern central plains of western midwest that's moving down into the south it's affecting hard red and soft red wheat and then of course in the northern plains getting some pretty significant flooding starting to happen there as well and it doesn't look like it's going to be alleviated anytime soon there's a lot of snow to melt number one a lot of ice jams are going to back up the water and we've got a couple major rain events coming through So it looks like floodwaters are going to be an issue for quite some time. This is damaging uh, not only you know buildings and some infrastructure, but it's damaging grain bins. It's uh, contaminating the grain in it, grain, water seeping into the bins, swelling the kernels, busting out the grain bins themselves, so it ruins your grain bin and it contaminates the, the grain. Then also you've got a lot of ag bags that have become popular that are sitting on the ground. It's going to be contaminating those as well if it gets inside. So this is a, a huge problem and Aside from that, obviously, it's going to lead to some notable planting delays as these waters aren't going to recede anytime soon. You got a lot of cleanup that's going to have to be done before you can get in the field. So, there's a lot of farmers talking about not having, uh, not being able to plant those acres at all. And this is a huge area in Nebraska, Iowa, South Dakota, and it's likely going to move south as well. So, the plannings report, the stocks and Plantings report, which is on Friday. That probably is already outdated as far as the acreage report, and uh, you know, it's, there's going to be quite a few adjustments going into some pretty major producing areas, some high yielding areas as well. As far as the stocks report, that should be fairly accurate except for grain that's being lost on, in on-farm storage. That is hard to quantify at this point. In the cash market, we're seeing that uh, the basis for hard red winter wheat, which had been really pushing higher over the last couple weeks, few weeks, I should say, has uh, backed off pretty aggressively yesterday. We lost about 30 cents on the low end of the basis range for hard red winter wheat in the interior uh, level uh, regions. So that's uh, taken some of the, the push away from cash trade, we are seeing a little bit more uh, transportation develop at least outside of the flood water regions. Um, we're also seeing a demand is still fairly strong for feed grain, uh, wheat for feed grain, as obviously you're losing some corn that's nearby cattle feeding areas. So this is, there's some significant adjustments going on in the grain space and you know similar to what we were seeing going on in the cattle market over the last few months because of weather now that's moving into the grain complex where you're 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 losing some old crop storage um, stocks you're you're losing some planted acres uh, it's in yield even if you get it in uh, yield is going to be questionable so a lot of adjustments going on the cat in the excuse me in the grain complex and it would appear that at, that at least in the short term would be supportive to the market that uh, the all these unknowns that are potential pretty significant problems would appear to underpin the corn market which serves to underpin the wheat market and even the soybean complex as well with uh, with few headlines or or little information coming about progress with the the US-China trade negotiations the soy complex has really struggled. And, of course, you've got Brazil harvest going on with a big crop, not a record crop, but Argentina coming in with a, with a record crop of, of soybeans. We are seeing uh, the second season corn crop get off to a good start, although they're running into some dry conditions in the southern half of Brazil and Argentina. At this point, it's not a, a game changer for that crop, but still, at this point, you're looking at what is, has has uh, initially become a, a big crop of corn in South America, could be running into some problems. But the bottom line there is both Argentina and Brazil are stepping up their exports of soybeans. They will be of corn shortly, pretty much dominating that export market. And our window of opportunity is pretty much shut on that. With little, if any, progress made with China. China did buy a bunch of U.S. beans, they're on the books, they haven't really shipped any, and if the trade negotiations fall apart, I would presume that China will start canceling those sales. We'll see. Even the corn that they bought last week uh, was more expensive than what they could find elsewhere. So obviously these are good faith efforts by China, to try to get these negotiations going. But the sticking point isn't agriculture, it's uh, corporate ownership, it's intellectual property rights, and those are major sticking points. And we just don't seem to be getting much traction there. So we'll see where this all takes us. But getting back to the grain complex, I think with the planning issues that we're facing and losing some of the the storage uh, and stored grain, it provides a support at least to the corn complex likely to beans as well at least short-term and also to wheat not only because corn would be supported but also you're going to be looking at potentially losing some wheat acres with a lot of these wheat acres under water uh, if nothing else losing some yields and both hard red and soft red wheat. Now crop condition ratings came out uh, yesterday afternoon for last week, and really not noting much damage, uh, you know, Kansas reporting 52% good to excellent, that's up three from last week, and port a poor was unchanged at 11%. Oklahoma, 74% good to excellent, that was up 14 for the week. And porta very poor was down three at two percent, Texas thirty nine percent good to excellent that's up six. Porta very poor down one at twenty two percent, Nebraska reporting sixty one percent good to excellent at five percent porta very poor. So we're not seeing much drop there, in Nebraska at least at this point. Illinois fourteen percent to very poor and good to excellent at forty one percent. So you know the wheat market just starting to note perhaps some damage to soft red but for the most part we haven't seen major reductions in the in the good excellent in fact they're going up and porta very poor was either steady to a bit lower at least in hard red winter wheat so this morning markets are a little bit higher we got the, chicago's up four Kansas City up one, Minneapolis is down four, so it's quite a shift going on there. Now, hedge funds have been aggressively short the wheat complex. In fact, they're carrying a record short in Kansas City. You probably see some short covering there, especially if the weather continues to be a problem. But I think in the bigger picture, the wheat market with over a billion bushel carryout and the big crops looking like they're coming in Northern Hemisphere, I, I really think the best we're going to do is to have uh, the markets rally up to the old trading range, which is still a ways away. But even with a weather-driven market, I think that's probably all we're going to get. And uh, so we're looking to sell rallies, hopefully get a little bit more out of this. But uh, the market is completely broken down. The charts are broken down, even with an outside week higher the other day, excuse me, uh, last week, it still looks like the market has a lot of upside resistance to it. So at this point, you know, we're looking for still a pretty lofty run to get back up to those trading range lows. In Chicago, that's a good, you know, 30 cents above us, same thing with Kansas City. So it's not impossible, but I think that uh, that would be the best that we get. So if you have any questions, feel free to call me at 1-800-888-9843. This has been Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities.